Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some stats into it. Yo, what's up? We're popping on a Saturday. That weekend content, four-game slate. To you, the ladies out there, how you doing? The gentlemen and all you fellas, fellas, fellas. What's popping? How we doing? Four games. Four games on a Saturday. Nice little slater to break down for you. Going to do the projections right after this. And then, hey, we got some MMA today. There's going to be a live stream tonight on this channel at 5.30 p.m. East Coast time. So be sure to check out that conversation MMA Tonight tool is going to be going up. So, yeah, we got a, we got a lot to do on a Saturday. That's for sure. Look, 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 look. There's also football tonight. Yes, there's a new football league starting up tonight that I'm sure many people don't know about called Fan Controlled Football, where Johnny Manziel is the star of the league. And you can check in over on my Twitter later today for a little bit of a Today in Sports, the one-minute bits that we're doing, the comedy and sports bits on that football league and get a little bit more information and some laughter to spruce up your Saturday night over there. But, yo, what's up? What's popping? Like, subscribe, do those things. Hit the notification bell we may be going live at 4 p.m east coast i'm no guaranteeing streams on the weekend little bonus content candy for you if indeed it happens so if you hit that notification bell you don't gotta miss it you'll know if he's going live or not you'll get the little notification that the schedule is up for that live stream the video is brought to you by super draft they're running another five figure prize pool to first and like i said yesterday fridays are like the slowest day in dfs at least for nba purposes saturday is going to be the second slowest day so in terms of the contest filling they normally don't that's kind of the thing at super draft that's why you have the best overlay and best chances in should be the spot that you're putting your first dollar rooskies, your first dollars in every single night in DFS. It becomes even more important on Friday and Saturdays when the contests fill at like 70% flat, especially when there's MMA going on, especially when a NASCAR contest comes into uh, the field and there's NHL and all these other things. When the, when the lobby is filled and it's a weekend, usually most of the contests for all the sports start to take a damper from them filling, but that's good for you if you're playing over there. So if you want to use that code SAL, multiplier format over there, we have projections down below in the description if you want to follow along on Patreon. That code SAL, S-A-L, will get you a free money bonus up to $500 in a slow drip format. I'm telling you, should be the first places that you're going because you're getting to face only 70% of the field or 80% of the field usually at most to win the prize pools to cash compared to on any other site, it's a 100% full field. It makes no sense to be paying basically at the exact same product I said yesterday. You're looking at it on the wall. You got a, you got a deodorant on the wall, right? And instead of paying two deodorants, same exact product, nothing different. Instead of paying for the one that's $2, you said, eh, I'd rather pay a full price or extra price and pay for the one that's like $350, right? That's basically what you're doing here every single night when you don't play on sites. It doesn't even have to be Superdraft, but just other sites that are offering overlay and contests that aren't filling. Right now, Superdraft is the premier one in that space, so be sure to take advantage down below. Injury and status dashboard for you. Rondo is questionable. He missed yesterday with a back. I mean, if he plays, he'll play in the mid-teens. It's nothing major there. Brandon Goodwin, some other guys just off the bench basically getting a little bit more run. Maybe it bumps Cam Reddish to an extent, but not much news there. Now we can get into some news, though. DeAndre Jordan is going to be out today for personal reasons. So Brooklyn can do a lot of things here, and this is where you have to pay attention to their starting lineup tonight because it is going to be very very important. They have Nor Ropel, a former 76 or somebody that can start at center, right? They also signed recently Noah Vonley, also former Nick, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, I believe. He can start at center. So they could just randomly throw one of these guys out there. But even in the preseason and throughout the entire year, you've only been seeing since Jared Allen left, DeAndre Jordan like play 20, 22 minutes in some of these games. And that's because they go small at center. They put Jeff Green at center. They put Kevin Durant at center. So they can easily just slide Kevin Durant, which would be great for him to center more, right? P- play some p- positionless basketball. Or they can do the exact same thing with Jeff Green. And in a matchup, if we use some context clues here against Golden State, who has been starting a small ball 
Draymond Green at center. Man, oh man, think about this matchup. Kevin Durant versus Draymond Green tonight, both of them at center. I love that. I want to see that. And I think there's a real chance that we see that and then Jeff Green at center. So although like Norville Pell and Noah Vonley at cheap price points, low 3K range, will look good if they start, right? I'm not even too sure that they get 25 plus minutes. Like if they start 20 minutes, right? Because I think you're going to see a lot of small ball here against Draymond Green. I think that's what you should expect. Small ball five minutes for Jeff Green and Kevin Durant with DeAndre Jordan out. But again, Norval Pell is somebody that we could at least keep in mind. Victor Oladipo is out with an ankle injury, and they already said that Eric Gordon is starting. When Victor Oladipo has been out this season, well, you're getting 1.2 plus fantasy points per minute out of John Wall, who's probable. You're getting 1.04 fantasy points per minute with Eric Gordon, who's going to be starting in his place around a 6K price tag. That's fair. And we also have P.J. Tucker questionable, which would just lead to more minutes for everybody in the rotation from your David Nwabas, your Ben McLemore's, all of those guys, Daniel House. So heading over to Miami, still no Goran Dragic, but you're going to get Tyler Hero cleared from the health and safety protocol. So what that means is that Kendrick Nunn, instead of playing 40 plus minutes like in the last game, will probably play 30 to 32 minutes and he's appropriately priced for what he's going to do with Tyler Hero back out there. Another center in New York, not Brooklyn now, but in New York here from Mitchell Robinson is going to be out right now with a hand injury and he fractured that hand yesterday so there's no official news on this but I just put out right I'm going to jump to the conclusion that with a fractured hand you're not playing the next day not even 24 hours later so he is going to be out today and what I expect there is you get Nerone's Noel night this used to happen all the time in an OKC behind Mr. Steven Adams so as long as Nerone's Noel starts today he's probably going to be a lock in my opinion because you're going to get Nerone's Noel for at least 24 minutes of play they did sign Taj Gibson so that's something to keep in mind in the past but Nerone's Noel is the guy that's going to go ahead of him making more money better player in general younger but there's also a chance that they just put Julius Randle at the five right and then that helps Randle at his current price point on a four game slate so just keep an eye yet again on the Knicks starting lineup if it's having Noel in it yes he becomes a borderline lock on a four game slate if not a lock and if it has no Noel and it's Julius Randle at the five and then they're sliding some people down and playing some other guys at the four well then just keep that in mind that it makes Randle look a lot better and then stay away from guys like Nerlens Noel and finally you have Mike Conley questionable with a hamstring injury we don't have any update on Mike Conley's status he missed the game I believe yesterday so just keep an eye on that right you have a lot of upside here you have Donovan Mitchell continuing to go off and for some reason his price point's coming down at $8,100 now you have Jordan Clarkson actually shot well this is what this is the trigger that we pointed everybody to Jordan Clarkson has been shooting poorly he's getting the minutes he's getting the shots the second he just shoots average he's gonna get you 35 plus points what does he do he gets you 40 points Joe Ingles continues to play well back-to-back games with over 38 fantasy points with a 38 DraftKings point night and a 40 DraftKings point night so Joe Ingles ball handling responsibilities have been through the roof with Mike Conley out so if Mike Conley remains out I would probably rank it Rudy Gobert 7100 price point doesn't move it continues to play really well that somewhat is impacted by Mike Conley a usage player on the court but mainly helping some of these guards I'd probably rank it right now like Donovan Mitchell Jordan Clarkson in terms of my interest for upside on a four-game slate factoring in the opportunity cost of playing like a Gobert at center because there's a lot of other centers on this slate I would tentatively rank it right now as a Donovan Mitchell Jordan Clarkson Rudy Gobert Joe Ingles Bojan in that order now let's get into the early interest that's a nice little segue into those early interests again on a four-game slate but we're still hitting you smacking you with a lot a lot of interests we'll start it off in reverse alphabetical order and we'll slide down please do as you're still here hit that like button for me right the subscribe button is going to pop up on the screen and that notification bell is the big one when you tap that little bell icons are going to come up we have some other people creating content on this channel now right You've already known Dylan Bird if you've been here for NBA videos and in those player prop videos during the NFL. But we have an MMA video out right now already. It's out for the event tonight, so be sure to check it out. Big, big fight tonight between Mr. Uzman, Kamaru Uzman, and Gilbert Burns. So check that content out. It's fantastic content, only bringing on creators that I think really know what they're talking about and also have a really nice presentation style. And then also there's a NASCAR video out for Sunday's event, the Daytona 500, one of the biggest events of the year. So be sure to check that out. Both of those pieces of content are out right now. There will be a UFC live stream tonight for MMA DFS, so check that out. 
It'll start at 5.30 p.m. The schedule for that will be out shortly later today so you can see the scheduled video. So a lot of weekend content for you all to consume and, and that's what I'm trying to do here, trying to bring you as much valuable information and different sports as we get out of a season of the NFL and get into some of these other sports where people can play around with NBA's every single day. But what happens if you want to try something else out? Well, bam, I got you for the PGA. Manpreet, bam, he's got you for the MMA. And oh, yes, now we got Mr. The Legend in NASCAR himself, Mr. Chris Pinnell out there in the NASCAR fast car streets. So going reverse alphabetical order, eight teams trying to like pick apart players from each team. So Gallo from Atlanta stands out the most to me, but it's not nothing, nothing crazy, right? Like in this last game, you can't really judge too much, although they're are some concerns right yesterday they did play they got blown out all of the starters left with like four or five minutes left in the third quarter and didn't play again so you're gonna see guys like trey young playing 23 minutes collins right capella none of these guys got any minutes and gallo didn't get any minutes either but when you look a little bit closer at gallo in the first half gallo only played like eight eight and a half minutes so although his minutes limit has been coming up and he was playing 25 and 30 minutes he was on pace to just play like 18 minutes 16 minutes somewhere around there in this game so that's a concern but also there's the fact that okay maybe they have him close out and that's how he gets to his 24 minutes like we've seen in previous games so with the price point coming down here and knowing that he didn't play a lot of minutes yesterday yesterday gallo ended up playing only 16 and a half minutes maybe they'll see that and say okay we can ramp him up a little bit here now it is a concern somebody who's been very very limited just in general this season to see him go on a back-to-back and get the big minutes so maybe a little bit of a concern there but i'm not really interested in anything else here like if i, I i'm not going to go up to 9800 trey young all that often it's not terrible i don't think he'll be owned because guys like steph curry have been going off lately there's some other big men on this slate that people will probably want to get to you have now kevin durant they said no minutes limit is also some news you should be checking out he's back with no minutes limit and then going up to guys like clint capella on this team i just think there's too much opportunity cost with players like julius randall DePontis, sabonis already on this slate so right now i'm kind of in this gallo range if i had to pick a second guy it'd probably be john collins as his price point has dropped from like 7700 to 7300 and i would say it's unexpected and, and uncalled for so that's where i'm at right now with this team gallo probably going to get you around a 0.9 fantasy point per minute production you need the 25 plus minutes but on a slate that honestly it does lack value like noel will be the lock-in value he gets you everything you need or, or close to it at that point as long as we get him starting and depending on what brooklyn does at center but outside of that the slate does lack some value so Gallo's at least something to look at in the 4K range with some upside. We can go to the next couple of teams now. We can go over to Brooklyn, where Kevin Durant is going to be returning for this game. And this is the thing. This is the thing that we talked about. Either way, Kevin Durant at $9,600 is a very strong play against this Brooklyn team or against this Golden State team. He's averaging 1.41 fantasy points per minute so far this season. And honestly, that's probably low given all the different samples that we have with guys like Kyrie off the court, since Harden has come in, whatever that might be, right? So what he's been getting so far when he's playing on the court with James Harden is you're seeing the assist percentage just drop off, right? And this is what's hurting guys like Kyrie when all three of them are playing. And it's why you have Harden being the highest priced guy because he's actually to thrive in an assist percentage standpoint. Harden on this Brooklyn team is averaging a 42% assist percentage and that's knocking Mr. Kevin Durant when he plays on the court with Harden in 243 minutes this year down to just 11%, just an 11% rebounding rate and averaging just 1.31 fantasy points per minute when playing on the court with Harden. Now he doesn't play every single one of his minutes on the court with Harden, so that's where the upside is. And now he's starting to be just underpriced, like right around 9,500 at $9,600. So that's appealing for a guy who has all the upside in the world. And now there's no center on this team. And now he can play small ball five a little bit more where he's already averaging so far this season you're taking off the 23 percent defensive rebounding rate that DeAndre Jordan has been averaging and now you have Kevin Durant averaging a 21 percent defensive rebounding rate if that starts to spike up yeah the fantasy point per minute production looks better so Durant would be my favorite player from Brooklyn right now again keep an eye on the starting rotation and what center looks like guys like Norval Pell from Philly former Sixer if he was to start today he'd start to become appealing but Durant would be the guy I'm going to in Golden State there's a couple of guys I like so we can scroll down to see Golden State Draymond Green yet again I, I don't know why the price point keeps dropping by a hundred dollars he's 
$6,700 and a matchup against Brooklyn where there's no traditional center out there right now or likely won't be for many minutes. We recently got the news that Wiseman is going to miss this game and then he's going to miss like another game or two, at least a week. We got that news yesterday. So Draymond yet again is going to be playing a lot of center. He's averaging 1.06 fantasy points per minute with all these guys off the court. He's averaging right now a 20% defensive rebounding rate. The assist percentage is still up there. The 1.6x multiplier in the presenting sponsor, Superdraft. Sign up now down below. There's a link in the description. My name's Sal to get you a nice little bonus when you sign up in a slow drip format. But yeah, Draymond is still too cheap. It's a broken record with Draymond, right? It's like SGA this year. SGA has always been underpriced for almost 95% of his games. He's like $7,800 when he should be like $8,500. Well, Draymond Green is the same thing. Draymond Green in a game that stays close. Look, look, look. Played 37 minutes in the last one. If a game stays close, Draymond Green is going to play 35 plus minutes we projected him for 35 in that last one and he looked good he looked like a strong play he gets you 36 points that's more than enough at 6800 dollars. now he's 6700 so if he does it again fine on a four game slate with upside to it if he actually starts hitting some shots after that i think my second favorite player is going to be kelly Oubre, who's now up to 1.04 fantasy points per minute who's seen his rebounding rate spike a decent amount maybe it's because the centers are off the court i think that's a big reason why a 16 percent rebounding rate for a guard now so earlier this year you were just not getting good shooting from Oubre, right you were not getting overall great minutes from him like 28 minutes and you weren't getting any peripherals right he's not an assist player just nine percent his rebounding rate was at like 10 percent at that point now you're getting more shot attempts that's good he's making them good bigger minutes into the 30s 32 plus range and he's picking up some peripherals in the rebounding department and again i think that's because he centers off the court so Ubre would be my second he's honestly like 1a 1b because you could put Ubre into that small forward spot which is very appealing whenever you can get like a high producing player in the small forward spot and the shooting guard spot it becomes appealing that's why jordan clarkson's like a really appealing option usually because you can throw him in the shooting guard spot and this is a guy who has easy easy ceiling upside and most shooting guards don't have that because they rely on three-point shooting that's just an idea about lineup construction to keep in mind down below in the description i have a free download that i wrote 10 or two years ago not 10 years ago but it's called 10 tips for nba dfs some of the tips are outdated like i talk about cash in there i talk about bankroll management which is fantastic but i talk about cash and i don't really play cash to be honest with you anymore i stopped playing basically like a year to 12 14 months ago just stopped playing cash all around for the most part focusing on smaller field gpps instead with that type of allocation of a bankroll but everything else from a lineup construction standpoint makes sense you want to get power forwards or as many centers into your power forward spots as many guys who play close to the basket or high usage players into your small forward and shooting guard spots ball handling responsibilities and you've been seeing the minutes just spike all the fucking way up 33 36 34 34 minutes this is the shot attempts that you're getting from him right 21 16 16 14 12 that's fantastic and he's actually knocking these shots down so kelly Oubre might be the one a and then draymond green the one b right now wiggins we bought the buy low spot last time out i think a lot of people did as well he's significantly or decently owned higher than he usually is at 6200 price point barely comes up he's still in play for me and then Steph now Steph is just having like a historic start to his career there's no Clay Thompson out there he's actually staying healthy so he's balling the fuck out so Steph has pay up options I prefer Durant but then there's not many other ones I'd prefer Steph to Harden right now on this slate if you're looking at it that way I prefer Steph to Trey Young after that so that's kind of where he ranks out for me but I would rank Golden State early on Ubre, Green Wiggins and then Steph I really don't have much interest after that in like Toscano Anderson or anybody else uh, there's not much value so you can get there if you want to but that's where I'm at right now again I like Golden State a lot and, and Ubre is just significantly underpriced i mean uber at this point 6300 is a joke he should probably be like 67 68 which is then i would say ah, he's appropriately priced don't need to get there but for right now we can take advantage of that cheap price point we can now get to the next two teams in houston and indy in houston yeah not gonna have oladipo you still don't have christian wood so this is going to be very appealing right you're going to be getting a situation where you have john wall just at 7200 and he's actually playing minutes so this is very surprising to me that they keep john wall at this price point i'm not sure why i'm not sure if it's because he's like probable or questionable every single day but this is what he's doing right he ended up playing 28 minutes then he rested and played 32 perfect he ended up then resting and playing 34 perfect he ended up then resting and playing 36 so maybe they thought he was going to rest in this game and then what play 38 that would have been fantastic but all that's to say that he is not hurt they're just maintaining him and his minutes are big so i can 
expect and project him for 34 minutes today and feel good about that. But we know there's higher than that. We know there's a bigger ceiling than that. 36 minutes in his last game. And he didn't even take that many shots, right? Oladipo was playing in that game. Only 13 shot attempts. Still scores you 36 and a half fantasy points. John Wall is arguably the best play in the slate at $7,200. Like if Nerlens Noel starts, he's the overall best play, but everybody will own him. But John Wall after that $7,200 is just a smash play. This is an $8,000 player. He is going to average around 1.2 fantasy points per minute when you take guys like Oladipo and Wood and James Harden off the court this year. That's looking very nice. So John Wall is in play for me. He's my favorite play from Houston right now. He's one of my favorite plays on the slate. He might be on the cover boy. And then Eric Gordon, they already said is going to start in place of Oladipo. Gordon is averaging 1.04 fantasy points per minute so far with no Depot and these guys on the court. He's played the third most minutes with all these guards off the court and Christian Wood off the court. Picks up a decent assist percentage at 19%, shooting really well. So that's kind of inflating some of these numbers, right? I don't think he's over a fantasy point per minute producer ever, but he's shooting 64% so far right now, 42.5% from three point land. So that's going to change, but you're still getting the usage of 27%. So Gordon's in play after that, but, but really it would go John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, Gordon, and then that's it from this team for me. Unless Tucker misses and you can project more minutes for like Jason. On Tate, Nawaba, Ben McLemore, things like that. Maybe somebody else becomes interesting. A lot of these guys in Houston, you can just file through for like last guy in your lineup value because some of them will play 26 to 28 minutes and somebody's bound to get you like 26, 27 fantasy points out of all of them tonight, or at least right around that number, which might help you on a four game slate. So none of them are values for me or none of them are standout values, but they're probably all in play to rotate through and just kind of fit in as a last man. But I would go John Wall, then Cousins. Cousins, for some reason, is still at a cheap price point of 6,500. The price point keeps dropping for whatever reason after showing in that last game that he actually has upside, which I don't think anybody started to doubt by any means, but I think it's important to just keep in mind that Cousins is somebody who is still on this like phantom minutes limit. We have that minutes limit that goes up to 30, but these have been his minutes lately. 25, 22 in a blowout, so you can't really blame him in 25. They told us a couple of games ago on the six that he had a 30 minutes limit. He got to play that 30 minutes, and he's a guy who can easily average like 1.5 fantasy points per minute and get it done in 25 minutes like he did last time out and score you 39 points. But that's when you have to start to compare guys like Draymond Green, who might play 35 minutes today, to Cousins, who might play 24 minutes today. The point per minute production is massively different but you have to just keep in mind like, okay, what format am I playing today? Am I playing cash? Am I playing small field GPPs? Is Cousins owned? If Cousins isn't owned or he's average owned or low owned, well then yeah, play him all you want. If he's massively owned, then you have to start to weigh, okay, well, what happens when he only plays his 24 minutes in this game? He doesn't get the closing run. It doesn't stay close. That's really going to hurt me. So John Wall over Cousins on this team for me right now. And depending on what the ownership, it comes in on Cousins versus Draymond. Like if Cousins comes in tonight at 30 something percent owned on a four game slate, or let's say like 38% and Draymond's like 20, that could be a potential pivot play right in that same price range for you. Cousins, a 1.65x multiplier on Superdraft is going to look like one of the best Superdraft plays tonight. You can check the Superdraft projections down below as well as MMA projections are going to be down there as well. So check those out for ownership on MMA, Superdraft projections on MMA, and also NBA, things like that. Next up is Indy, and it's just the main guys look good. Malcolm Brogdon at 7,500. Give me John Wall instead, but he's still going to be looking very good out there, still playing big minutes. And then Sabonis. Sabonis' price point's now at 9K, so it's something to say, okay, where do we want to go here? Do I want to go to Julius Randle? Do I want to just go up to Kevin Durant. I'd rather go up to Kevin Durant, but no issues with Sabonis, especially with that power forward eligibility. If I want to get right back to Sabonis, I'm okay with that. But again, uh, he's not as much of a priority on this type of a slate for me, just because you have a cheaper Jimmy Butler who we're about to get to a cheaper or a cheaper Julius Randle and not that much more Kevin Durant. So Sabonis nowhere near as much of a priority. Brogdon in that mid 7k range will be when there's not as many options outside of John Wall. And then what I will say is some people might want to go to Jeremy Lamb. The price point is decreasing to 5,100, but he's not getting volume. Jeremy Lamb doesn't get volume. In that last game, he got you there and we, we kind of liked him, but he shot six of seven overall and three of three from three point land. Jeremy Lamb's going to get five or six shots on this team 
average each night. He's going to have to make basically all of them to get you there because he doesn't pick up that many other peripherals. So the nights where Jeremy Lamb shoots three of five, he's going to get you 16 points. The nights where he shoots six of seven and gets three for three from three-point line, yeah, he's going to get you 30 fantasy points somewhere around there. But again, it's very, very flaky because he's relying all on his shooting and he doesn't get much volume. So that's a scary spot. So Jeremy Lamb for me, I put him as a meh play, right? If you get more volume out of him, which we haven't seen basically all season long, well, then that's nice, but I'm not going to be judging that to be happening tonight. You can go over to Miami where Jimmy Butler just continues to be a flamethrower out there. I don't know how his price point is this cheap. Butler is now averaging 1.33 fantasy points per minute this year. If you take Drogic's off the court, 1.37 fantasy points per minute this year. His minutes have been absolutely massive. Since he's come back, he's a guy who should easily be a 9K player based on how he's performing. Matchup against Utah, yes, definitely a little bit tough, although Conley might not be playing and expecting, honestly, not to play. The minutes that you've been getting out of Jimmy Butler since he returned are absolutely insane. He comes right back, no minutes limit, 34, 37, 37, 26 in a blowout, but the 34, 36, 39 minutes. He's just playing big minutes. You can project Jimmy Butler comfortably for 35 minutes in this game tonight. And he's absolutely dominating from a shot standpoint. 18, 15. He's picking up the rebounds. He's coming off of a triple-double in his last game. The game before that, he was two rebounds shy of a triple-double. The game before that, he was one assist shy of a triple-double. Jimmy Butler, every single night out there, has been literally one stat or two stats away from a triple-double. He's that active right now. His usage rate is insane on this team. He's taken to a different level, right? We saw it in the bubble, or we saw it a couple years ago when Kawhi was taken to a different level of stardom when he ended up winning with the Toronto Raptors. Last year, you didn't get the win from Jimmy Butler, but when he elevated in the playoffs and in the finals, he was taken to a different level. And that's carrying over right now to the tone of a guy averaging a 27% usage rate, a 37% assist percentage, something that we haven't seen that high in a while out of him, and an 18% defensive rebounding rate. Jimmy Butler is a strong play. Like if you're playing cash tonight, again, I don't play cash. If you're playing cash tonight, it's Nerlens Noel if he starts for the Knicks tonight, right? With no Mitchell Robinson or a broken hand, so expecting him not to. And then it's John Wall and Jimmy Butler. And that's how you're starting the lineup and you go from there. It's honestly that simple. We can talk about Nerlens Noel after this at 3,900. It's as simple as Nerlens Noel is a fantastic player. He was amazing. He averages like 1.2 fantasy points per minute when he was with the uh, Thunder so far this season on the New York Knicks. You're having Nerlens Noel right now averaging 0.9 fantasy points per minute. Again, I expect that to be something that goes very much so up when he's actually in a starting lineup. But here's the thing. He's playing alongside guys like Julius Randle now, who are a very high usage player and high rebounding rate next to him. So I'm not going to expect the exact same upside to Nerlens Noel, like when you saw him in OKC, when he wasn't playing against or right next to another massive big next to him. He was playing next to like a Gallo who's like a stretch four, right? But now you can expect, I would assume, a little bit more than a 20% rebounding rate. And really, it's just a minute. If Noel at this $3,900 price point goes out there and plays 26 to 28 minutes, you can expect yourself to get you somewhere around 25 fantasy points a lot of the time. So Noel will be in play for me. I'll also go back to Miami and say that Bam Adebayo's price point is now dropped below Jimmy Butler's. He's 8,200. That's a sneaky play tonight. He's somebody that nobody really has been going to as of late. If Bam Adebayo doesn't pick up all that much ownership, he's a really, really sneaky play in a four-game slate for a guy who has easy, easy 50-point upside in his bag of tricks. To New York, and then we'll end this slate here. So outside of New Orleans, Noel, Julius Randle at 8,700. I'm leaning to go to Randle right now over Sabonis for $300 less. I like Randle at that point. Randle right now, if you're just looking at it with Mitchell Robinson off the court, 1.34 fantasy points per minute. His rebounding rate spikes. He gets close to 30% rebounding rate. Still averages a great assist percentage at 28%, and he sees a 26% usage rate. So if we get Randall playing, and I assume so with no Mitch Robinson, uh, one less center, they might just put Taj Gibson and Nerlens Noel out there for all the minutes, but I think it's still going to be helping uh, a, a Randall just from a rebounding rate standpoint, a putback standpoint, a block standpoint with no Mitch Robinson out there. And then you also factor in that he's going up against Boogie Cousins, which isn't, I would say, the most terrifying matchup these days is more so of a plotter for Boogie. So I think right now I prefer Randall 
over Sabonis early on. We'll see what my final projections on Patreon down below. Follow along, say a little bit later on. And then Utah has a lot of options today. So we have to see what happens with Mike Conley. Assuming, assuming that Mike Conley is out. If he's in at 6,500, he looks appealing. Not so much interest in Jordan Clarkson. No interest in Joe Ingles. Not so much interest in Bojan. That's basically how it goes. But if you get Mike Conley out, it's going to be going Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Rudy Gobert in that order for me. And then I would go Joe Ingles and Bojan after that. So that's kind of like the five rankings right there. You're getting Donovan Mitchell with no Conley on the court, averaging 1.24 fantasy points a minute. He's still too cheap based on the fact that he's going to go out there and smash it for 36, 37 minutes for you. 30 plus percent usage rate, 30 plus percent uh, overall assist percentage. Everything looks good. Mitchell will be the guy at 8,100. This range is absolutely loaded. You have Randall for a little bit more. You have $8,300 Butler. You have $8,200 Bam. And then Mitchell at $8,100. The way that I would rank it out right now is probably... Uh, going to Butler, Mitchell, and Randall in that order if you're talking about the AK range factoring in the price point. But man, that is a very nice range and it does become difficult choosing between Jimmy Butler and Mitchell when you're talking about cash. Again, I would probably go to Butler, especially because we don't know the, the final news on Mike Conley yet. With no Mike Conley on the court, Jordan Clarkson averages 1.05 fantasy points per minute so far this year in 375 minutes. So a very large sample there for him. He's 36.5% three-point shooting right now. He's going to get you some assists. He has a 25% usage rate. And it's mainly the fact that you're going to be getting the minutes out of him around 30 and not just the minutes, you're going to be getting the shot volume. And if he knocks down his shots, yet again at 5,400, he's going to pay off for you in a major way. The price point keeps dropping on this guy. This has been his shot attempts the last three games with no Mike Conley. In 30 minutes of play, he shot 19 times. He only shot 36%. So he only gets you 25 points, which tonight wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But again, not great. Next game is a blowout. He only plays 28 minutes, shoots 4 15, not great, 27%. He busts at 23 and a half fantasy points, right? But he's still so cheap. Then the price point keeps dropping from the 6K range, now down to 5,700 in this last game. And we said yesterday, we said, okay. He's getting shot attempts. He's playing minutes. He has to make his shots. He goes out. He gets 18 shot attempts, 31 minutes, 10 of 18 shooting, 40 and a half fantasy points. Absolutely dominates for 56% shooting. And now the price point drops $300. So yes, Jordan Clarkson is a strong, strong play. And on a slate that lacks any type of value down low, outside of New Orleans Noel right now, I really can't find secure value below $5,000, let alone below $6,000. So Clarkson at 5,400 should be popular today because there's just no mid-range to low-end value. And if there's no Conley, he's a very strong option. Gobert at 7,100, you know what it is. Tough matchup against Bam Adebayo, but it's really tough for Rudy Gobert when he's going to go out there and play at least 31 minutes, upside to play like 34, 35 minutes. It's really tough for Rudy Gobert, a guy who's averaging so far in the season right now, 1.27 fantasy points a minute. So far this season with Mike Conley out and Donovan Mitchell on the court in 146 minutes, Gobert's averaging 1.33 fantasy points a minute. So yeah, $7,100 Rudy Gobert looks really good. I prefer John Wall at 7,200 just because of the upside that I think John Wall has there overall and the ability to play now same minutes and have a little more upside from a point per minute standpoint. But those two guys are going to be really strong. Again, if you wanted to start your cash line with the balanced build today of John Wall, Rudy Gobert, uh, and, and you, st- you you put your centers as Nerlens Noel, Rudy Gobert, you go to John Wall, and then you go to Jimmy Butler. Sounds like a pretty strong cash build for everybody in that lineup to have some significant upside. So that's where I'm at right now. That's how I would rank Utah, Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Gobert, and all three of them strong plays. After that, I would go to Ingles and Bullion. So thank you for tuning in to today's Saturday video. We don't usually do a lot of weekend content. I'm not traveling today, at least. Weather's well, been pretty shitty where we are. So hopefully you all have a beautiful weekend. There's going to be an MMA stream later today at 5.30 p.m. East Coast time. So be sure to tune in for that one. Be sure that you fellas out there, you ladies, you gentlemen have a lovely day you know it's your weekend even if you're working today put some nice podcasts in put some nice tunes on relax relax as much as you can right you only hear one time everybody dies in the end so enjoy the day enjoy the presence while you're here enjoy the people that you have around you reach out to people if you don't have them around you right now and enjoy all of that like subscribe before you go you can check out patreon down below for all the tools analysis for mma today for uh, pga next week for nba tonight of course as well any questions just reach out to me on twitter at salvetry dfs you all rock and i'll see you in the next one